need to wine and shine, even lose up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello, everyone. Happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. No need to whine. It's Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green Family. Okay. Thank you. I'll come upstairs in a few minutes. Oh, you want me to go upstairs? Yeah, go upstairs. Cha-cha, chicken. You don't have to go to bed, but go upstairs, and I will be there in a few minutes. Read, read the directions on the thing you just got. Yes. Okay, check it, check it out some more. <laughs> so um, we had lots going on tonight. Seth was at a soccer game with Max. Yep. I was at Lily's band and chorus concert. And then I was nice and let her go out for ice cream with her friends. So... The chorus concert took over Anderson's. I, um, I did not um, get home on time. I can't believe you didn't plan that PTA event. What are you talking about? The chorus concert after party. Oh, you're funny. No, your daughter is just like me and talked to everyone and told everyone to come out. <laughs> so Lily planned. That was Lily's first party planning. Well, they discussed it on the phone all day, but I'm totally uh, digressing. Yes. Sorry. Um, so <sighs> not. it's not a happy whiny palooza Wednesday with this topic, let me tell you. So how do I not address the shootings? And I was just talking to my friends out for ice cream, and there was another one. Do you know that there was another one? I do not. <sighs> Good God. Um, so I will tell you that I was shaking writing this. There might have been some tears writing this, but I got through it. So I'm proud of myself, and um, we need to talk about it. I, I said to myself, avoiding it is not helpful. How are you helping people avoiding the hard topics? Like, right. that's not helpful. That's you get paid the big bucks for it. And, handle the hard topics. And I want to thank you, Seth, because you're so encouraging. Sometimes I'm like, I can't do it. And you're like, you need to. Yes, so I did say that. I need to hear that stuff. So sometimes... When I say I don't want to do something, I want you to say you need to. If you think you, that... You heard it. It's on tape. It's recorded forever. I will play this back. So as I sat there, 
I will try not to have tears as I talk about this. That's and I'm okay. and I'm resisting the emotion. I don't I don't like to cry. So 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 therapists who and some of my friends are therapists, they will watch this. I I will talk to them about this. I do not like to cry. It is something that I still resist at 46. I'm I'm calling myself 46. I am not quite 46, but this month I will turn 46. So happy June. Um, one of my favorite months and yes, my birthday month. So walked into the band concert and felt extremely uncomfortable. It's affecting all of us. And I was like, okay, what is going to make you feel better? Like talk this through. Okay. Identify the exits. Okay. Well, you know, you're not going to run out unless you grab Lily. So think through like, what is your plan? And, and, I heard, I've heard so many of you say, um, we don't need prayers. We need policy change. Well, guess what? I need prayers. And I sat there praying. I'm laughing and it's not prayers funny. Um, I sat there praying in the school going, oh my God, look at all these people. Please keep us safe. Please, for the love of God, keep us safe. So we're all affected. We're all a nervous wreck. Um, but I want to start right there with what I just said and tell you that I don't want to offend you when I say this, but anxious parents have anxious children. And it's if, contagious. And if I'm anxious, I'm going to make my kids anxious. So I have to calm myself and take care of myself so that I don't affect them. you got to put your own mask on the airplane before you help anybody else. Excellent point. So when we went to the Galleria Mall, Seth was like, we can see the movie there because we want to see Doctor Strange. If you have seen Doctor Strange... No spoilers. Don't give us a spoiler, but let us know if you liked it. So um, when we went to the Galleria, Seth was like, we can go to the movies. And I was like, I am not going to the movies there. And I like didn't feel safe. And I was like, okay... You're going to shop with your family. Start talking it through so you don't make your kids anxious. What is going to make you feel safe? Okay, there's security guards. You see the security guards. Just identify what makes you feel safe. I feel safe that I see security guards. I feel safe that I identify my exits. Like, find ways to make yourself feel better. Yes, many coping strategies. I also, and um, Seth, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I only wear one AirPod. I did know that. I don't wear two because I want to be aware of my surroundings. So I always wear one so that I can hear what's going on around me. And like as you're walking around, I keep my head up. I try not to look down because I want to know like what is going on. That makes you less of a target. So, not for a crazy person, but for <laughs> a regular attacker. Oh boy. So this is not going to be about politics. I can't handle politics. can't handle it. Um, I want to tell you that if you are politically inclined and if you know what you think needs to happen, go take some actions. I started to wonder, I was like, why is everyone posting on Facebook? I started to analyze it and I was like, okay, are they posting on Facebook because it makes them feel better? Are they getting their anger out? Are they trying to convince people? Is it their coping strategy? I, I think it's every one of those things except the trying to convince people because if they thought it through, they would know that me seeing someone's one paragraph post isn't going to change my mind about whatever it is. It doesn't have to be all at this topic. I, Not enough room to can make, create a compelling opinion. I am to the point 
And you might say that this isn't helpful. I can't read it. If you are posting political stuff, I can't handle it anymore. It was, it was dragging me down. I was getting weepy all the time because it was all I was seeing. And I want to tell you that sometimes we need to turn it off. I mean, if you think about it, you don't watch CNN, constant negative news, but you're watching it on everybody's Facebook post, which is worse because some of those people you know, and they're saying a lot more than they might say on the news. So I am telling you that watching the news constantly and looking at social media constantly is not good for us. Um, I'm making a sweeping statement and I am telling you and I'm telling me that sometimes we need to turn it off. And sometimes I Except need- her stuff. You can always watch Rebecca's stuff, but you can turn off everybody else. But I, I can't read it anymore. And I'm taking like um, a scrolling, I'm sc doing a scrolling diet. And what I mean by that is if it's political, I just tell myself to keep going. And if it's your kids and your pets and your happy like posts, oh my gosh, um, one of my friends posted a ton of puppy pictures and she's like, let me brighten your day. And I was like, thank you so much. More puppy pictures. You're not getting another dog. <laughs> oh, oh, anyways. You're not. You're um, one. You got one. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're not going to talk about politics, but we're going to talk about kids. And um, I have three different kids. Um, they're very different. They're different ages. They're different personalities. They handle things differently. And I want to tell you that depending on your kid's age and um, strength, um, you want to be careful because the little, the little kids, my nine-year-old, if I tell her stuff and talk to her about stuff, she's not going to sleep at night. She's the kid who's going to come climb in my bed and keep me up all night. Mm -hmm. Like she can't handle it. And I know she can't handle it. Yeah. So I'm not talking to my nine-year-old. about this? Um, my, so, so gauge the age, gauge. Ooh, that's gauge the age. You like that? Rhymes. I like that. That just came out. Um, so we're going to gauge their age and what's appropriate. And the little kids, I was talking to a kindergartner, kindergarten mom the other day, and she's like, oh, God, the kindergartners are not talking about it. She doesn't know anything. It's not appropriate. So the little ones, you know, if they hear things and they want to talk to you about it, of course, we will always listen. We need to listen. But we don't want to, like, give a little kid a lot of information. We don't want to give a big kid too much information because what I realized is that too much information even overwhelms me. We have to, like, if they're, like, shoot, shooting questions at you, like, you can answer them, but, like, bring yourself down from sharing too much because they don't know that even though they have all these questions that all of the answers might overwhelm them. Yep. So... For example, if your kid asks you 10 questions, maybe answer a couple and say, honey, that's a lot of information for you to digest. You're only 13 years old. Like, let's, let's you know, leave it here maybe and we'll revisit it again. And if they're insistent and they're like, but I have all these questions and you need to answer and I need you to answer to make me feel better. Just like take your time, see how they're doing because all the information is even overwhelming to me. So, and I'm an adult. So, you know, these kids don't need all of it. And my 13 year old, 
is different from my 15 year old. So my 13 year old has wanted to talk about it a couple of times. And um, I said to her today, she said she was anxious at school all day, Seth. I did not know that. They had a lockdown drill and that doesn't help. It's good that they did something. I mean, I have such mixed emotions about it. It's like, you don't want them to have to do lockdown drills, but like, it's the reality of the situation. You gotta practice in order to do it right. God forbid you need it. So, um, you know, I was like, how can I help? And she was like, you can run for senator. That was her suggestion, really. <laughs> That's impressive. Um, so, yeah. You can run the PTA, you can run Congress, no problem. Oh my gosh, so. It's probably easier than. I knew you were gonna say that. Coordinating moms. Oh my gosh, so the 15 year old, I have brought it up a couple times. Yes, Senator, they pay you. And he shut me down. And um, what I needed to say to that, and what I'm telling you to say to that is, okay, you don't have to talk about it. I hear you, you don't wanna talk about it, but I'm here if you ever want to talk about it. So that's what I need to go say to, to my 13 year old and my 15 year old is I know you don't want to talk about it, but I'm here if you do want to talk about it and we need to listen and we need to not overwhelm them. Do you agree? I agree. Um, so they haven't talked to you. They have not. And I did not. Uh, you had told me about your attempt with our 15 year old. I was unaware of anything with our middle child that she had talked to you. So that's mm. awesome that she talked to you. I know, but I wasn't very helpful. Like Okay, so maybe I'll talk to her and give her some concrete advice. I think we need to help her not feel anxious at school. Okay. So, um so that is going to depend on the kid and what the kid needs. Um her what she said is that she did not like the lockdown strategy and she did not feel that it was actually going to keep her safe. So gather the information. Don't assume you know what's going on in their mind because I could give her stuff to make her not feel anxious and it might not be what she's anxious about. Right, that's and then like I might, a technical detail right? of the plan which is really perceptive of her and I'm curious to hear what her I will, plan was. I will tell you more in a second. Okay. Um, so we could give them information, assume that we know why they're anxious, and then give them information that makes them anxious that they weren't even anxious yeah, about. Yeah, they weren't even thinking about that so yet. So don't assume that you know what is upsetting them. And um, I said to her, well, you know, like, tell me more, what were you looking for? And she was like, well, there's a closet. There's a closet, like, put us in the closet. And I was like, well, did you say something? When you're having that kind of thought, like, I don't want to be under my desk, I want to be in the closet, then you say that to your teacher, like, this doesn't make me feel safe. What about the closet? And Can you fit 30 kids in the closet? So if it was real, and it does sounds... That make you all shooting ducks if you're all, if there's 30 kids hiding in a closet? I don't want to talk too much about the school's safety plan live, right. but the teacher did have a wonderful response. Oh, awesome. And um, my point is that if your child is anxious about something that, that is concrete like that, your child needs to talk to someone. I can't help her. I could help her gather the information by talking to people, or I can direct her to who to talk to. But um, it sounds like she asked the questions. She's not Lily. Um, 
I'm trying to get Lily to like stand up and say what she wants to say. She said what she wanted to say and she Good. got her answer. Good. So hopefully that helped a little bit. Um, I'm proud of her for doing something. I think the kids are feeling more anxious. I think a lot of the kids are feeling more anxious at school than they're talking about. So just check in with your kids. Um, and obviously you don't want to make them anxious if they're not anxious, but we should just be checking in with them in general. Yes. With everything. Yes. School, soccer, theater, etc. Yeah, well... Yes. You don't want to check in on soccer anymore. I don't need to. I hear about it every day. I don't need to ask. Max is very clear about his emotions. I don't know that we need to ask him any soccer questions, but we could ask him school questions. Yeah. And we could ask him questions about this. Um, He has shut me down twice, so I don't think that Mr. Max wants to talk about it at this point. Okay. So um, I wanted to tell you that we want to satisfy our kids anxiety and we want to satisfy our anxiety. So I did something wrong that I want to share with you that we can both learn from, that we can all learn from. Okay. So I said, oh my God, we're going to spend all this money on putting air conditionings in all the school and there's safety measures I want. I want the school to do this and I want the school to do this. And And you have been fighting that air conditioning battle forever. Well, here I was advocating for air conditioning for all these years and they're starting it and I'm like whoa 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 like we need to focus on safety and I'm like I got to go to these school board meetings and I got to talk to the superintendent and I have to like show them this video that I found and I had all these thoughts going in my head and then a wonderful teacher tech or messaged me and said the air conditioning is part of the safety plan so if you don't have air conditioning and you're sweating at school and it's a heat box, you're gonna like open everything up. Like open the windows, open the doors, like let's get some circulation going. And that's not safe. So if you put in air conditioning, everything can be locked up. So again- You were doing the safety plan for years all along, honey, you just didn't know. I had no idea that air conditioning had any thing to do with a safety plan. And the reason I'm telling you this is don't ever assume that you know anything about the school safety plan. I am super involved and I don't know so much. And not only do I not know so much, but I was going to go spend a lot of time when this teacher saved me a lot of time and energy. Who knew you did the right thing both ways for comfort and safety. I mean, who knew? And another thing that I learned is that the schools can't tell us all their safety stuff because why would you want to put all that information out into the universe? Like it's right. It's to keep the kids safe. So some of it, you know, like mothers were asking, mothers were asking questions on Facebook, like, well, what about this? And what about this? And and a couple of mothers responded and said, well, the school can't tell us everything. And I was like, yeah, they are 100%. And they were mothers who are super involved up there in the PTA chain and know, know, every, know, know everything to answer these questions. So it was legitimate sources saying that the schools cannot tell us 
all of their safety measures. So even if we want to ask to make ourselves feel better, you can still ask. You can ask, and they could probably tell you some things, but feel good in knowing that they have so much information and they can't give us all of that information. Doing it to protect you. I was talking to a mom tonight about wanting officers at the school. And again, I don't want to like get into debates with everybody. We all have such different opinions, but like I would feel so much better if there were police officers at school all the time. Um, just like patrol. I don't know. It's, it's something, Cars. it's something. I know that it's, I know that it's a lot of people think it would do nothing. I understand your points, but when I went to drop Lily off and I saw the police officer, I felt relief and then cried because the fact that we even want that or need that is pitiful. Just like, yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. So I want you to advocate for what you think needs to change. I've heard from so many different sides. I am one who loves to get multiple perspectives. I like to talk to lots of people and hear from lots of people and from both sides. And I wanna hear what everybody has to say and wow are their opinions. So take your opinion and go make some change. I mean, one little step will make you feel so much better that you did something. Yes. Right? Um, <laughs> a little, a little something that I discovered and I, she has told me this a couple of times is Seth and I think that we're having private conversations like right now, like I told Seth, I did not want to go live tonight. I wanted to do this by myself tomorrow when they were at school because I didn't want them to hear any of this. And, um, we think at night that our kids are asleep and we're having private conversations. And the next day Lily says, you know I hear you talking about me. You know I hear everything you say at night. Well, she is like three feet away. The other two at the end of the hall. Right, but, but the difference is that she purposely wants to hear everything. Oh, yes. She tends to know what's going on in the house and what everybody is saying. So I have to be careful because not only do they hear what I'm saying, but I could be on the phone talking to a friend about this. Mm -hmm. um, I could have the news on and think that they're oblivious, but they're watching it. Yeah, don't watch that. So I just want to tell you to be careful because they're listening to the news that you have on and they're listening to your conversations even when you think that they're not. So that was a wake-up call for me. Like I kind of knew that she was listening but not at 10.30 at night when I thought she was asleep. No wonder she's so tired. She's she's not, right. I, I mean, anyways. Eavesdropping is exhausting. <laughs> I would agree with that. So I, I, I want our kids to have safe people who aren't me. I want them to have safe people to talk to. So... The school counselors have been a wonder have been wonderful. There have been various issues through the years that Max and Ella have had to talk to them about, and they have been so helpful every single time. And I think it's so good to model to our kids and to teach our kids that we want to ask for help when we need it. If they see us ask for help when we need it, if we teach them to ask for help, that's like one of the best lessons that we can teach them. 
and sometimes you don't feel skillful on a topic to talk to them about or you just want them to talk to someone who's not you and I think that's good for them. They so, hear it differently from other people. They hear it differently and they need safe people at school. It will make them feel safer and um, we need safe people to talk to too. So, um, yeah, that's about all I can do tonight. This is this is tough, people. Um, I tried. I tried to be helpful. I hope that you took something away from this. And um, I hope that we see positive changes happen. I am sick about the fact that there was another shooting today. I just, yeah. So let us all be safe. Let us help our kids and ourselves feel as safe as we can. Take steps to do it. And... Um, Oh, you know what? I was trying to think who's this Friday. This Friday is Andrea C. C. R. Carella. Carella is her name. And I remember her last name because it has Ella in it and because she said it's Care and Ella. So um, she is very caring, which is interesting. And um, you're going to love. Um, we needed. We need her peaceful energy. She is going to make you feel more at peace. She is going to give you some stuff that you need to come down from the stress. And you will love her. And um, in my Whiny Palooza Mom group on Facebook, my June challenge started today. And June is my birthday month. So we're making June all about us. Happy birthday. And it's not my birthday yet. Happy birthday month. I know. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday month. But um, this challenge is going to be all about you, um, and it's going to help all of us, I think. So come join us, and um, I love to give away fun prizes. And anything else, Mr. Green? Like, subscribe, share. I appreciate all of you. Um, I appreciate you bearing with me being late tonight, but sometimes kids' events, especially, I apologize ahead of time. I'm going to do my best to be on time. June, there's a lot of kids' events. So um, buckle up, everybody, and ride the wave of June and enjoy it and um, try to stay sane in the process and have a fantastic week. Thank you for watching <laughs> Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green Family. Thanks, honey. Cha-cha chicken. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.